0: Touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form The Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan
1: and Matt Burke. Sensational effort. The Ruck. It's been 12 years in the making and the Lions are back. Get your tickets at rugby.com.au. Hello and good morning. Hope you're feeling okay this morning. Uh, up and down the east coast of the country overnight. Huge storms, winds, and rain. Uh, I was four in a bed last night in my house, Berkey. Uh, right, the, the wind started, the trees started hitting the window, and the three year olds in bed, and the, the one year old. Four in a bed. Sensational. I hope you all survive. Timmy, how is it in beautiful Brisbane? Oh, I was going to say, what you should be doing, guys, is mm. booking a holiday up
2: here in Queensland. How yeah. good is it to be a Queenslander today after oh. the performance last night?
1: by the Reds,
2: Uh, they win the Bob Templeton Cup and Mm -hmm. uh, we're all smiles up here and Israel Falau. He was the first player I've seen in a blue jersey here in Brisbane get cheered as he came <laughs> onto the field. It was, it, right. was, it was great to see him back. It was about 35,000 people there at Suncorp Stadium and a lot of them were there
1: to just see Izzy. Yeah, well, and we'll chat with Drew Mitchell, uh, Waratah, a little bit later in the show. Berkey, uh, now you I know you, it could be a bit of a struggle for you today because I got the message during the week that you needed a wake-up a call because you were sleeping again in the car park. Now look, <laughs> for those who've just joined us, just joined the show and don't know why uh, Berkey sleeps, It's it, not that it's hard times for you is it that you're having to sleep in the car you do have a home i do i do have a home mm. but uh, we did
3: the uh, six nations overnight uh-huh, so uh-huh. by the time we finish it's six o'clock we yes. drive here it's about quarter past mm-hmm. and then try and uh seat back. try and sleep exactly right mm-hmm. uh um, seat back in the car and yeah. just you're off in about 5 minutes you're, mm. you're gone uh,
1: the, which is usually the worst thing because it, it, that little bit of sleep makes yes. you cuz when you're right look, I'm, I'm just I'm not going to mess around you look rotten Thanks. Uh, you, you better off right
2: through aren't you like yes. anyone you, when you have a, a a large night and you finish at 4:35 it's a really the hard call is do you put your head down for an hour or you just keep going and go That's to work
1: jimmy go straight yeah. through go and Berkey no. has not so I'd, look <laughs> a, just a, a quick tiredness test to see how I, okay you're ready to go immediately name the, what are your children's names um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> hang
3: on! You've only got four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, one was one was away last night, so Harriet was away. What, e- so you forget
1: the names, once they're gone, yeah, exactly right. Right. right.
3: They don't count. Mm-hmm. Um. One was away last night, so Harry had a but Edie was there, Giselle and Zaza. Ah, oh,
1: beautiful. Yeah. Okay, spell daiquiri. Beautiful names. Daiquiri. <laughs> daiquiri. B-E-E-R. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful work. And I accuse you finally, uh, Matthew Burke, of being far too cute because when I rang, uh, it wasn't you who answered the phone. Oh, I got this. Sorry, Matt's on the phone. Green. Please, please.
2: A message. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, you're getting in early for Merry Christmas aren't
3: <laughs> That was Christmas two years ago that was, uh, that was Edie, I think it was You are a lazy man, I
1: love it This is The Rock, it's your Sunday rugby show This is The Rock The
0: Sunday rugby show
1: This is the Ruckus Sunday rugby show. Tony Squires, Tim Horan and Matt Burke with you. All right, I'm going to just uh, slam through these results for you. And, boys, uh, we are going to wrap up some of those games that have been played all weekend already on the Highlanders on Friday. Kicked us off beautifully, uh, being beaten by the Chiefs, 24, uh, sorry, 41 to 27 in Dunedin. Best
2: game of the round. It was an unbelievable match, if anyone Mm. hasn't seen
1: it. Yeah, look, it was a Friday afternoon, and I'm going to put my hand up and admit, I was in a a drinking establishment, a hotel (laughs) of some variety, and, gee, there was a big crowd gathered around it, because it's entertaining footy, isn't it? They do Mm. toss up those great games.
2: Yeah, buzzing it was uh, over in New Zealand. Obviously, the first round—that because the first round for the Australian teams was last mm. week—so uh, Kiwis have been starved of rugby for a little while, so they loved it.
1: Is it good? I mean, uh, uh, is it a poor defence, or is it just that attack? Because there's lots of tries scored.
3: Well, there, there was, was tries scored. Timmy, well, yeah. that Nani Williams scored a try after about four minutes of play. And you saw him put the ball over the line, and just there's no sort of there's no excitement. He put the ball over, and just literally fell trying to get some, some breath. The passing was spot on, Uh, the tackling was still ferocious, but they kept the ball going, they they kept the ball alive, which was, it was just good footy to watch.
1: Yeah. Okay, went straight from there, of course, to the Brumbies uh, in Melbourne. They've won two now, of course. Brumbies 30 over the Rebels, 30 with a couple of injuries there for the Rebels. What did you make of that one? Uh, I thought it was a pretty
2: good game, actually. Uh, Ben Mowen scored a great try for the Brumbies, and it wasn't until... James O'Connor left the field uh, with a head knock, then Curtly Beale yeah. went off the field as well. James O'Connor apparently is OK. Curtly Beale's shoulder was a bit of a worry, apparently. So uh, once those two players left the field with about 15, 20 minutes to go, the game was nearly gone for um, the Rebels. Yeah,
1: all right. Well, running through the other games, the Bulls. Uh, we go to South Africa, The to Bulls, 25. I was just going to say, any, any quotes from
3: Ben Mowen this week? No, <laughs> Nothing
1: no. about handing <laughs> his derriere across? Nothing? <laughs> Nothing like that. No, he's, he's kept a little bit quiet, man. <laughs> we will be taking tab- keeping tabs on all of his Quotes. For sure. The Bulls, 25, uh, over the Stormers, 17 in Pretoria. The Hurricanes uh, lost to the Blues, 34-20. That was in Wellington. Uh, and we're going to speak with Drew Mitchell. The Templeton Cup went to uh, the Reds, 25, beating the Waratahs, 17. Uh, is he is, is flowers? You know, in terms of his debut, he he got some good touches, but not quite as, you know, I guess spectacular as he was in the trials. I,
3: I, th- I think that that first, as as all old fullbacks did in that first try when Don Shipley's score, we're going, you can't run backwards. You're oh. on your try line. Oh, you're yes. behind your try line. You're oh, behind no. the dead ball line now. You're what are t- you doing? <laughs> yes. You're in row B. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, and, that, and that's what he's going to do. He has to learn those specifics of the game. You know, And you could see him sort of trying to try and drag one of the other guys across to make the tackle, but he had to go forward and just try and do his best.
2: Yeah, I think Adam Ashley Cooper, he was waiting for it to actually make the tackle mm. on Don Shipley. But you can see him backpedaling a little bit. And then... In the first 25, 30 minutes, he looked quite lost. Uh, his ball carries, he, he dropped about uh, two balls. He missed two really crucial tackles. Uh, but then he started to really grow into the game. And I think he'll. the second half, he started to get involved a bit more. He started to hang a little bit closer to Bernard Foley and get some cut-out passes and get a little bit more space. So he's obviously a, a fantastic athlete. And we can't put too much pressure on him too, because he's just starting to learn the game as well. Yeah. It's only his uh, fourth game. He had three trial games. And this is his um, you know first super rugby game. So scored a try, picked it up... Um, off his boot laces so time will tell uh, with Izzy. But he's a he's a wonderful athlete, and like a racehorse, he's going to be better for the run. Yeah, w- I, I, what
3: about what about when he stood next to you, mate, the end there? He just looks as lean and as
2: fit. And mate, you look yeah. pretty ordinary. Mustn't you? Yeah. No, I, I do <laughs>
3: uh,
2: don't throw stones, I think he had uh, I think he had high tags on. Actually, made him look a lot taller. But yeah, he's, he he obviously trimmed down a fair bit when he was playing AFL. He played 91 games in, in the NRL rugby league, and he only played 15 AFL games. But they trimmed him down. I think he lost about. 12 to 13 kilograms to actually play AFL to run the, you know, the amount of times they have to run that through yeah. AFL. Yeah,
1: it's a big motor needed in the AFL. They do a lot of travelling. Alright, the uh, Cheetahs and the Sharks in beautiful Bloemfontein. 29th Sharks over the Cheetahs 22. And then the Newbies Kings. The Kings uh, win first up over uh, the Western Force. Did you see any of that game? Oh,
3: I, I didn't see any of that game unfortunately, but uh, I, I... Huge picked, crowd there was there. I picked the Kings uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. only for the fact that the first game, big crowd, and do it, it just had to go their way and uh, and they put a lot of pressure on the force
1: Alright, there you go, well that, uh, you're up to date on the scores in uh, well, what really is round two, but uh, a split round for the Super 15s we are going to speak with Drew Mitchell from the Waratahs, I may have lost, but gee, I think they're the better team oh. <laughs> Maybe not right. Right. <laughs> It's the Ruck,
0: your Sunday rugby show This is the Rock, the Sunday rugby show
1: this is the Ruck, your Sunday morning rugby show. Uh, last night, as we mentioned, of course, Waratah went down to the Reds 25 17, uh, and we thank him already for agreeing to talk to us this morning. He's, of course, a friend of the show of long standing. Drew Mitchell, good day, mate. Good day, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I understand you're already uh, in uh, transport mode. Where are you heading to the Wallabies camp? Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's tried Just another couple of days of sort of a, an admin camp with the Wallabies, so I'm um, on a pretty early flight out, uh, out of Brisbane.
2: uh, Hey, Drewy, I was just going to say, Tim here, but how did everyone pull up after last night? Um, Adam Ashley Cooper uh, looked a little bit groggy when he came off the field.
0: Yeah, he's um he's, he's next pretty stiff actually. Uh, I'm having a bit of fun just standing behind him and calling him, so he turn his <laughs> whole body all the time. But um, <laughs> and I'm, it... uh, I'm refusing to carry his bags for him. Right. as well. Can you just
1: put your, hold your phone up now? Now Adam, <laughs> Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: He's having a bit of trouble checking his bags, in. so
1: that's for not that's for not <laughs> passing it to me. That's <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: that's right. Andrew <laughs> hey, was a very good um, comeback, a very good comeback from the Waratahs when you were down seventeen three uh, last night what was said at halftime, Michael Checker, the new coach, we saw him on TV, he was very animated at halftime after you were down.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, he was pretty animated. I think, you know, the thing he wanted to sort of drive into us is just to have that belief. Um, you know, I think both both tries in the first half were, you know, relatively against the run of play, and um, what he didn't want us to do was sort of stop playing the way we're playing. Um, you know, that one from uh, taps to the intercept off a, you know, an um you know, sort of if it comes off, it comes off. If it doesn't, obviously, we paid the price. But um, what he didn't want us to do was to go back into our shells and, and not, not uh, keep doing what was working for us. And, and uh, I guess the, the, the pleasing thing was we got ourselves back into the game, but then you know, I think around the 17-all 17, 17 mark, we probably started to probably worry about the outcome so much, uh, too much rather than uh, you know, what, what it uh, was that we needed to do to keep going on with it. So
3: what about those the, the conditions up there, mates, and, and the crowd and the rest of it? Was that a, was that a factor uh, last night?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it, it, it was to a point. Um, you know, you probably saw a fair bit of drop ball. And, you didn't um, drop
1: anything, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I dropped one of the easiest ones, uh, <laughs> and uh, don't worry, the crowd got into me then. But um, Do- you know, it's just the humidity, and that's just what that's what comes with playing the Reds. It's early in the year up here, and uh, you know, I guess the Reds. Although they had to play with the conditions, they trained it a little bit more and we probably just didn't adapt to it as much. Um, you know, too many dropped balls for us to sort of release the pressure and, um, you know, I guess uh, at times let the uh, the Reds get back into it and, and change the momentum of the match.
3: Just on that, Drew, you, you did show great control, not to swear. You knew every camera was going to be on. You You just sort of handed the ball off, didn't you? And sort of walked back and went, yeah, I, I knew I made a mistake there. That's okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean... Yeah, uh, what can been... you do? yeah exactly what can you do you, you'd love to have that moment back but unfortunately you don't get it and I saw the ball boy there so I thought I'd make his job a bit easier rather than for throw for a tantrum and you know I mean the, the thing with that is everyone knows that uh, you know Your intent wasn't to drop the ball, and there's nowhere to to hide. I can move on and get on to the next job.
1: The better. Yeah, the thing about that ball control was it's your your first game in this competition uh, for the team, and Michael Checker. The whole idea of playing a bit more aggressive and a bit more of uh, throwing the ball around. You're doing that close to your own line as well. So I guess over the coming weeks, that sort of stuff should turn around.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, you know, the thing for us is we wanted to back ourselves, and we wanted to play, um, you know, a type of game that was was um, you know a little bit more enterprising and, and. with that comes a you know a little an element of uh, higher risk and doesn't always come off. But um, you know the, the pleasing thing was that we didn't go away from it like we have in previous seasons and, and gone back to the conservative game. We, we we really tried to stick to it and
2: um, unfortunately we just couldn't go on with it. So, Drew, what's the message to the uh, Waratahs supporters going forward? Because I, I really liked the the way that Brendan McKibben played. I thought he was outstanding. Bernard Filey really created some width in your game. So there's some a lot of promise there for the, the rest of the year, isn't there?
0: Yeah, we feel, feel as though there is. Um, you know, I think we've we got some, uh, some some great help with the guys coming off the bench. I thought Benny Volleyball in his first game as well came on and, and, and really yeah. added something. And, uh, you know, also the guys up front, um, you know, Benny Robinson came on and I think his first scrum, we got a, a turnover on our own line. So
2: Mitchell Chapman yeah, as well.
0: Yeah, Chapo, I mean, he's only been around for a couple of weeks since coming back from Japan and he's fit in really well. So, um you know, I think there, there is a lot of promise and... Uh, you know, hopefully our first game back home in front of our home crowd and uh, against the Rebels next week, hopefully we can show the crowd that uh, it certainly doesn't mean a hell of a lot to us.
1: Yeah, and Izzy might get a bit more uh, better ball as well. All right, mate, thanks so much. Uh, enjoy the Wallaby camp, and thanks for being part of the Ruck. Always good to talk to you, Drew. No worries. Thanks very much, Greg. There he is, friend of the show, Drew Mitchell, right here on the Ruck, your Sunday rugby show.
0: Ex-Queensland Reds, ex-Wallabies, Tim Horne. Next waratahs captain, Australia's most capped fullback ever. Matthew Burke! Matt Burke! It's got to be a try. This is The Ruck, the Sunday Rugby Show.
1: Yes, as you know, the Reds 25 beat the Waratahs for that Templeton Cup, but next, when we come back, I'm interested to see how Timmy Horan, I know he wrote an article during the week, has that competition between the Queenslanders and the New South Wales boys, has it changed over the years? Let's relive some of the old days. Next, on The The Ruck.
0: This is The Ruck, the Sunday
1: Rugby Show. The Ruck, your Sunday Rugby Show. Tim Horan, Matt Burke uh, and Tony Squire. All right, the uh, what is always an amazing contest, New South Wales v Queensland. Tim Horan's already mentioned it. There was cheers for Israel Folau virtually when he ran on because in rugby league, played for Queensland. He was the god, wasn't he? Here he was playing in a blue jersey last night. And I'm just wondering, I know that, Tim, during the week you wrote a column, uh, spectacular, and I, I'm assuming you wrote it. Yeah, there's no spelling mistakes, uh, was no. there? No. <laughs> no, which is the crucial <laughs> thing, because I've gone through Berkey's column with a fine tooth comb. Oh. <laughs> Even his name spelt wrongly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the idea, the tradition behind these things, has it changed, do you think, where these days they're franchises? And, you know, the pe- person hasn't necessarily ever been to Queensland and plays for the Reds uh, and, oh. and vice versa. Uh, is it still as important, that kind of intense rivalry? Yeah, very much so.
2: And even talking to Quade Cooper last night, and also Will Guinea in our pre-game show on Fox, that you know I asked him the same question. The rivalry is still there because the Reds now over the last sort of x amount of years have played you know the Brumbies and the Rebels and the Force, and there's started to be a, a rivalry there as well. But because yeah. Queensland and New South Wales over many many years in in all different sports uh, has have had that rivalry. But um, it, it was amazing. Well, my my first game for the Queensland Reds against the Waratahs, I just turned 19. And we were training at Ballymore and. I can remember driving down there and parking the car, and our coach at the time, John Conley, was screaming at one of our forwards, Sam Scott Young. Because those days, you didn't have any training gear that was supplied to you. You just wore any old jersey, old rugby socks and shorts that you could find. Mm -hmm. And Sam had worn, on our Monday night training session, leading up to the Waratahs on that Saturday night, wore a Waratahs (laughs) blue jersey. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. And John Conley was tearing it off him, literally tearing it off him, um, and then got it off his back and then got the lighter out of his pocket and started burning the jersey. And I'm going... I'm 19. I'd hardly played any games for Queens. I'm going, oh. "Now whether it was a stunt yeah. that John Connolly did or whether it was actually real hatred for New South Wales, I tell you what it worked on me because yeah. it, you know, it was a real sort of um, moment in my career. We think yeah. this actually does mean something. Even players who own blue cars had to park them a suburb away and walk them <laughs> the training. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Otherwise,
1: you would get the lighter out and try to burn them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> That's wheels an an the insurance car, job. You know. yeah. I tell you what, you wouldn't want to put a lighter anywhere near one of the modern jerseys. These are all synthetic. They'd go up in storm, <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> they? But but isn't that Burke? Isn't that part of the of it? Was all about location. as where mm. people lived. So it was you know, and and look, no offence meant at all, uh, Timmy. But there was sort of the, the chip on the shoulder for the uh, of the Queenslanders and you know the big brother kind of stuff and and all that stuff was about where you are and who how you identified surely these days it's this is like club footy now isn't it these they're involved in a you know week in week out kind of competition how do you still perpetuate that it's queensland you know the state versus new south wales the state
3: yeah it it's it just happens doesn't it even though you you may have been brought up somewhere else i mean jason little is a classic example he played for queensland for so many years then came down and captain new south wales as well so it's, all of a sudden he's got to turn around and, and, and be parochial for the blue jersey at the same time but but you're right once, once you step inside the change room or step inside the, the environment you then live and breathe you know what it is uh, Greg Smith we had Greg Smith as a coach uh, and he was uh, he was quite parochial as well uh, and the same deal with, with us um, you know, he used to be into us uh, about playing for New South Wales not liking the Queenslanders mm. I, I remember um, when I was a young pup same thing it, it, it's just when you first start Timmy you know and, and you were you and Jason were the the twelve thirteen combination, and we it was back in the day when we played uh, week week upon week, and I think uh, I tried to run around you guys or something, and and we got to training he just he, he sprayed me and by saying, this is not schoolboy rugby you just can't run around. Tim Horan and Jason Little, come on! And then all of a sudden you sit there
2: going, "Oh, does this actually means something," you know, to to, to everybody. So, yeah. but Berkey, what you were saying before, I, I think that's where you've got it wrong, Waratahs. You were saying it just happens; it actually just doesn't happen. The passion just doesn't happen. It's instilled in you from many years beforehand. I think that's what Michael Checker is trying to try and instill now in the Waratahs team, getting the hate back against you know the, the Queensland Reds when we play them, because. Um, You mentioned it, sort of, you turn up and it happens. Well, I I, I disagree because it actually happens over a period of time and hopefully Michael Checker can instil it in this Waratahs team. Yeah,
1: but there's no belief. Surely you don't believe that people love their Maroon jersey or red jersey more than those pulling on the blue jersey. I just don't believe it. Jimmy, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hang on. And there. the shiny point, stuff point, on your table in, is cutlery. You, 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 point in case
3: you. at the moment he's wearing a red shirt on Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> and thongs. Go Queenslander. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is The Rock. This is The Rock. The Sunday rugby show. On the Ruck, your Sunday rugby show, entertainment. It's all about entertainment, Uh, no matter what sport it is. Even Wayne Bennett, who a man who, when he speaks, isn't... Does he listen? Yeah, well, he's listening now. Wayne, how are you going this morning? Look, when he talks, he's not the most entertaining, but he, even he said about his game, uh, it's got to be about entertainment. Seems that the people who are you know showing us these games, certainly on Fox Sports, the innovations in how to entertain are there, and they're really pumping them through. In the cricket, it was all going on with the, you know the bales on the big bash lighting up when the stump was hit, all those sorts of things. But camera angles are vitally important. Now they've tried the ref cam last night, so the little thing around the head, the camera around around the head. How, how did you go? Did you have to take the seasick tablet at the same time? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, I didn't, it was, when he, he came in I think it might when Adam Ashley Cooper was on the ground, the referee's looking down to see how he, how he's going. It was a little bit like that, but I got a bit squiffy. which uh, is terrific. The whole idea of innovation and making the game more entertaining. Timmy, did you as somebody who was doing the commentary, are you enjoying that kind of process? Well, I think it's all about bringing you know, the viewer as close as you can to the game. And there's a couple of
2: times there where Chris Pollock, the referee in the Reds waratahs game with the ref cam on, you know, mm-hmm. who's talking to a couple of players and you're you feel like you're right there with them. Yeah. So uh, I know they're trialing um some other camera angles as well. I know in the cricket they had obviously the spider cam which sits yeah. up high and mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happens if a ball ever hits that. There was a couple um, went
1: very close. It looked terrific. Yeah. Mm. And
2: so I think they're, they're actually something else I know they're trying to um look at and and trial with maybe later on this year is putting a little tiny chip in the ball in the rugby ball mm. and then making sure there's a there's a strip along the try line that um so you know when the ball has actually touched the try line sometimes in a ruck and more if the ball if the wall collapses um, you'll be able to tell whether
1: the, the balls touch the trial. And so if the, it was actually different... a chip like an eating chip Matt Dunning would make a comeback yeah, because, if there was chips yeah. in the ball I mean <laughs> <laughs> <that was hard. laughs>
2: it'd pour some sauce on it <laughs> and the the way you go.
3: <laughs> could, could you go any further and put a, a camera in the ball perhaps Timmy
2: oh, I think they're looking at maybe putting some cameras um, on maybe the, the goal post pads at the top there so it's all, all it is is just trying to find different ways to bring the viewer a bit closer to the game
3: what about can we copyright this one what about putting a, a camera on a on a tee mm. as you're having a shot at goal because I reckon they just give it a, a completely different view of the ball whoosh, shooting wow. towards the goal post
1: camera in the tee so it, and it's facing the goal post hopefully yeah, facing yeah. the goal post <laughs> and then just a different, different perspective yeah. I'm tipping once he's kicked that camera isn't going to be facing the goal
3: golf- well you're correct It you may have to nail it <laughs> into the ground as he throws it off again we're going to have one of those moments again if you get your your seasick tablets
2: I'm not sure if you ever watched the uh, the NFL the, the um, when the gridiron's on you, you hear there's different camera camera angles but I love how they put the microphone yeah. so close to the players and even in the, um, in the in the final where you can hear the players talking you can hear them um, talking to each other and, and the referee as well and maybe maybe with rugby going forward um, like they do in the NFL with the referee explaining to the crowd what the penalty was for?
1: Well, a game of rugby will go for four days if the referee had to explain to a crowd every decision bat- he's made. The batteries go yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You so could change the batteries. Yes. The num- number 15 uses split infinitive in his sentence. That's why I'm penalising him. Uh, speaking of the number 15, Matthew Burke, your column today, uh, ever readable as ever, uh, was about that very thing, how rugby can itself, in terms of entertainment, uh, lift its game. And then thinking about the scrum specifically. Well,
3: there's... Uh... There's time wasting and wasting time, I think, in, in, in games as well. And, and sometimes, strategically, teams waste time to, to uh, count the clock down, so to speak. But I reckon, why wasn't the guy upstairs, uh, like in football, I suppose, and in soccer, like we see in the the, um, uh, the overseas stuff, five minutes added on into the game. So stop the time when it's just nothing being happening, no plays being there. Um, it gives an opportunity then to uh, to, I suppose... Not so much speed the game up, but get extra time in the game. Then the scrums. I'm talking about the scrums. A lot of a lot of times that I the think resetting of the resetting the scrums. Reset scrum, it just keeps going down and down. If the balls at the back and obviously safety is imperative. Oh. Um, if it's not going to do anything, any harm to anyone, get the ball out and, and, and let's play. Well,
2: it's Tim, a big responsibility on the referees, Berkey, to create that entertainment and make sure that. Um, I thought Chris Pollock again last night had a, a wonderful game, but he let the game flow. There wasn't too many yeah. scrums. There wasn't too many resets. And, and as you say, Burke, if the ball's at the back of the scrum and the scrum collapses, let the ball go.
1: Do you miss the word pause? Crouch, touch, pause, engage. I do. You know, yeah, do. There seems something missing. I, mean, I think he does it
3: silently. Crouch, touch, set. set. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Rock.
1: It's your Sunday rugby show on Triple M. This is The Rock, the Sunday rugby show.
0: Xbox ex- Wallabies and one
3: Wallie, Tim Horan, Matthew Burke, and Tony Squire's the Sunday rugby show. This is the Ruck.
1: I thought we'd already said that, that <laughs> promo was going from last year. Oh, I that's that, gold. that was never Timmy, did you reinstate that? Because <laughs> yes. as of this morning that was not there.
2: No, it's, uh, I made a very early morning call, so we need to have that promo back on
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's just move slightly sideways from, uh, from rugby to what is perhaps the, uh, the world's most awkward press conference during the week the men's relay swimming team. Now, everybody, and uh, nobody here, I'm certainly not going to defend poor behaviour, no. but I felt a little bit sorry for those boys uh, firing squad style set up there so mm-hmm. that everybody could just have a, a crack oh. at them. They were there to say, you know what, we did wrong, uh, you know, I apologise, I let my fa- family down, I let my friends down, I let my neighbours down, I let some of the swim team down, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I didn't let my pants down, honest. All those things <laughs> were, <laughs> were there, that's what they came to do and they got absolutely nailed. Oh, it yeah, was terrible,
2: was it? Like, they won a silver medal. Like I think we um, as Australians we demand so much especially with the, with that competition the swimming over many many years in the Olympic Games we've won so many gold medals so yep. we expect a lot mm. and you know silver was the new gold wasn't it but yes, exactly. I, I mean it, it was all about really the sleeping tablets and, yep. uh, and I can't believe they, they went to sleep at 10.30 at night yeah, what's going on like? it's crazy <laughs> yeah, like. I, I think to me
3: as we were saying before that they, they were I suppose a bit of the lambs to the slaughter they had to just endure the, the questions and they were pretty sort of you know Directed questions, so to speak. They didn't really have an answer to come back at them. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, a series
1: of statements. It was, it was a, Just exactly have to include right. the boys. <laughs> yes. And as
3: you said, Tony, you, you don't condone what they what they did, and 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 they've they've got a um, a chance to represent the country and the rest of it. But, Timmy, hey, having having played, and you play a night game, for example, yeah. you, you sometimes need to get your sleep, and and the only way to do that, if you have played a game, you finish it. You know, you finish it past ten. By the time you get the, the 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 change rooms and the rest of it upstairs, it's Half past 11, 12 o'clock, yep. the time you get home, mm. it's 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and all of a sudden you've got to uh, try and get to sleep, and a recovery session at, say, 7.30, 8 o'clock, see the doctor... And you need to... Sleep, your recovery, your sleep is your best recovery. The only yeah, way to yeah, do that that's sometimes true. Sometimes take a tablet.
1: That, that's true. Oh, but sure. I think when I've looked on those sleeping tablets on the cases, it doesn't say best taken with alcohol, <laughs> uh, just from memory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but, Berkey, I've got, I've got no problem with um, athletes taking sleeping tablets But as you say, it's a difference between getting six and seven hours sleep, which helps and speeds up your recovery, compared with you're such a buzz when you get back after a, um, a match or a performance then you come back and have two hours sleep. So your recovery takes another couple of days to get going. So I've got no problems with that. Uh, I think the bonding issue was was a problem that that when you bond, that should have been done six, four, three months even earlier before yeah. the Olympic Games because you've got a team environment there as well and a couple of the girls who obviously went to sleep early didn't want to be woken up by a knock on the door but really we've got to put it in perspective as well. I mean, these guys, they train their guts out for two or three years to get to that position and all those little one percenters count. So it's a shame they were hauled out in front of the me- media, I thought. Yeah, It's
1: an unusual team and you got boys come from teams. The swimming team as it is, it's supposed to act as a unit and certainly the relay is a relay team but it's by and large an individual pursuit lots of mm-hmm. blokes going up and out at five o'clock in the morning looking at that bottom of that pool uh it is a hard one to create a team environment i suppose and you know it's it once every four years that uh they actually you know the olympics and the pressure that surrounds that
3: you can even get a world record in the relay event can't you An individual world record in the yeah. relay event so it's exactly. not really a team no, who are these blokes um do you remember timmy uh, uh, years ago conference. when uh, <laughs> i should have been defending them when we're up at uh calandra i think it was and and uh, and. and the guys had the wallabies, had a, uh, a dinner with the swimming team who was up at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we were, well, we were, um, would you call it professional athletes? Yes, but we were getting paid. But we weren't sort of the, on the same level of of, of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And they to walk down the road, they had to ask both coaches uh, to go walk down the road to get out of camp, basically. And, and if, it, if it wasn't given, mm-hmm. um, you, you were denied the, the ability. And these are, these are grown adults. you know, These are sort of 22, 23, 24-year-old men yeah. and women and they looked at us just going, how good's your life? You've just got it so good. One, you don't have to go at five, and two, you can have a beer when you want to. Yeah, well,
1: the good news is now that Berkey sleeps in his car. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is The Rock, your Sunday rugby show. This is The Rock,
0: the Sunday rugby show.
1: Thank you, Mr Bon Jovi. Living on a prayer. Sadly, uh, that almost does it for the Ruck for another week. Before we go, there, just some some housekeeping before Timmy looks ahead to what is happening. Uh, note that the Lions tour, which everybody's looking forward to, the tickets went on sale. Mm. And within oh, no, 15, 20 seconds, gone. <laughs> Uh, For the test matches. There's plenty of other games. Yeah, that's um, true. They, they play uh, you know, a lot of midweek stuff, don't they? So they bring quite a, a large party. Yeah. Um, some, I don't know, Timmy, I don't know if we know many of the names that will be involved, but uh, certainly the expectation is high. Well, in um, there's a game
2: in Newcastle as well. There's a Queensland country and New South Wales country combined in Newcastle, and also the Reds will play them, the Waratahs, the Rebels as well, and also the Brumbies, so plenty of other tickets available.
1: All right, so before then, though, if you're going to go to game footy, maybe next weekend, Timmy, what's going to happen?
2: Well, the Waratahs, they get their first home game against the Rebels on yeah. Saturday night, mm-hmm. uh, so get out there and support them. You've got to try and get 30000 people yes. to that game you need the Waratahs mm. to have their supporters the Reds at Suncorp Stadium Friday night against the Hurricanes um, the Western Force they play the Bulls in Pretoria in South Africa and the Brumbies have the bye alright so there you go Jimmy. <clears throat> when can I win my 50 Queensland pesos back Oh, right, yes. Well, the Reds play the Tars for the second time. Round 20 in <laughs> Round Super 20, Rugby, the 13th right. of July, Berkey. So mark that date down. I'll give you a chance to win your 50 back. So did r- you, do d- you
1: bet in, in Queensland dollars, did you? So like $8 in New South Wales, you have to $8. It's, uh, no, it's gone down a bit, overnight. Right. Okay. $7.50.
3: Yeah, yeah. do, do the moths come with that, Tim, as well?
1: <laughs> what a day. What a day to be a Queenslander. Yesterday it was. Australia, our second Australia date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely to talk to you, sort Still of. Still got the yeah. on. Have a good week. We'll catch up yeah, uh, next. Sunday. Bye.
0: This is The Rock, the Sunday rugby show.